This is The Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap.com, where America buys and sells sports bets. The Odds Couple, with Chicago radio legend Mike North and midday host Carmen DeFalco on ESPN 1000. Welcome into the Odds Couple, everybody, on the ESPN Chicago app. We are presented by PropSwap. And with Mike North, I'm Carmen DeFalco. Great to be back with everybody once again. Mikey hit another bonus play with uh, Yurk and me last week. He gave out another play earlier today. So if you're listening on this Thursday and you want to get in on some uh, little uh, little National League action with the Braves and the Cardinals, I like the Cardinals' uh, run line pick for tonight, Mikey. Good play. Yeah, Carm, how you doing, buddy? And, Good, you know, buddy. we're doing an early edition, and, uh, you yeah. know, uh, we, we're going to have – I'm going to have a golf prop at the end of the show, uh, which will be great for everybody because this will play into what's going on over the weekend because I know we're taping this on a Thursday, but you know me. Uh, trying to find an angle somewhere where we can keep this thing relevant. Uh, a ball game tonight would be good, but not for the final picks. The game tonight is St. Louis with Gant uh, going against Charlie Morton. People expect him to bounce back, but Atlanta is not Atlanta. Just like St. Louis, I said earlier today in the Carmen Yurko show, one of the great, great shows in the Western Hemisphere, that uh, the Cardinals can't field and the Braves are just a mess right now, and they've uh, got Freddie Freeman hitting 240. Their bullpen is spotty. Uh, so you got two teams struggling, but when you can get a run and a half for a minus 120, you take it, my friend. I know you love this week, too, with the U.S. Open. Oh. Lots of action for you uh, every day this week. Well, yeah, I mean, it's yeah. just great to turn on the Golf Channel, and they tell me I got to go to Peacock. I don't even know what they're talking about. <laughs> they go, go to Peacock. I go, you got a Golf Channel. Why do I got to go to Peacock? They go, go to Peacock. If I go to Peacock, then what? Well, then the Golf Channel will have you on at about 11, 30, 12 o'clock. I go, then what's the sense of going to Peacock with a half hour to go but i'm just saying the golf channel so, should be doing it all you know what i'm saying i know so this morning is that what they were doing because so so the golf channel is owned by nbc and so they right. of course own peacock so they were directing everybody to the streaming service until when they first until 11 30 gotcha okay. which which you know i mean i got uh i've already bet put as much <laughs> against phil mickelson as i can as of this taping he started right off of a bogey all of a sudden i mean this guy was 400 to one and yeah. then 300 i know he won a great major and I know that, uh, you know, he's been practicing and Torrey Pines is his course. But mm. come on now. Yeah. Come on. You're asking him to win two majors in a row. Yeah. This one's been the one that's damaged him the most with six second-place finishes. Think about if he had converted half of those. Hard to believe that he's yep. going to be able to pull it off in back-to-back. What a story it would be, though. So we'll see. But we I got... did take Lee Westwood against yeah. anybody because he needs the money, as I explained this morning. Right. I can't believe it. Now, I, I know many people have marital issues. Uh, but when your net worth is $65 million, you want a divorce because you cheated. You admitted it on, on your wife, and you went and met this other girl who's now caddying for you. Right. And But then the wife gets $50 million. I know many people that would try to work it out. That's a bad yeah. I mean, that's yeah, a, let's, let's that's try a, to work it out. Let's see if we can stand on our. Let's try a trial separation. Let's not go right for the jugular, right from the start. That's a big chunk of the pot. Oh I mean, my that's, god, that's like eighty percent. I mean, it's like, I mean, oh I, I guess they got it in Ireland or Scotland. Oh my god, it sounds like a settlement from hell. It's sure if you does. want to know like, the truth about it. Good lord, that's. I mean, something. I'll put the apron on. I'll, I'll do anything I got to do. <laughs> To keep that, fifty I, million. I'll tell you, the rough looks uh, pretty penal too. And I know you've been watching Mikey so far out here at Torrey Pines. That it's always the case at the U.S. Open. That rough looks long, doesn't it? 
Listen, let me tell you something. Any rough looks long to me. But <laughs> me too. Good man, call. I mean, I got to be honest with you. I've been playing golf. I've had a spotty year this year because I got a puppy. I got a lot of things on my mind. My 30th year in, in broadcast and got some special things coming up. But, I mean, uh, my game, if I land in the rough, I mean, I'm happy to stand, forget about it. I mean, you got to practice this game. Mm-hmm. But these guys make these shots like it's nothing. Although I did see a hole on Torrey Pines. First of all, Torrey Pines, whoever created golf said, let's, or Torrey Pines said, I, I just saw two holes. One has six sand traps right around the green. And from 100 yards in, there's like nine sand traps on another fairway. I mean, this is an easy 130 for me. They're messing, no with, yeah, they're, they're messing with us, Mike. That's oh, it. my w- God. Wouldn't, wouldn't golfers always rather be in the sand trap than the rough? Yes. Right? Because you get, a, professionals, yeah, you get a true yes. lie, right? Absolutely. Yes. Unless you get some sort of buried egg or a goofy lie. Like, if they're sand yeah. traps don't bother them that much. It's, you know, they just don't. They're that good. But you I don't think anything that. bothers them. And that's why I get a kick out of when Dottie Pepper or one of these other people go, Oh, Jim, that's just an outstanding shot. It's supposed to be. He's a top 10 golfer. That's why we're watching. Every shot is outstanding. We understand that. It's sort of like when Tatis hits a homer. Outstanding. That's what he gets paid to do. You know what I'm saying? So it drives me nuts. Oh, what a putt that was. No, it's supposed to be that way. Uh, There's still some clutchness involved, though, I guess. Oh, yeah. That, uh, it's a hard sport, that's for damn sure. So, yes, it is. Yeah, we'll enjoy the U.S. Open uh, this week. When we talk to Luke Pergandy a little bit later on, you know Luke's going to have stuff. Uh, there's so much at PropSwap. I mean, there are just pages and pages of tickets. So if you love to gamble on that kind of stuff, if you want to find some value this weekend, I definitely suggest everybody check out PropSwap.com. Mike, I mean, it's June 17th as we tape this for the week, right. for the odds couple. The Cubs and the White Sox are in first. Oh. The White Sox have... The best record in baseball yep. with all the injuries and everything. Uh, you were saying it last week, and I'll, I'll, I'll back it up a little bit again this week. Come on, Carm. Come uh, he's, he's probably the favorite right now. Favorite? Well, I would say here, here's why Alex Cora's got no chance, because people are going to associate him with the cheating. Because he's a rat cheat fixer. Yeah, well, all right, fine. So I, I wouldn't go that hard on him, but okay. He's not well, going to win don't it. Well, don't worry. Then you'd beat Manfred's kid. Okay. He's not going to win it because of that. Right. Uh, Kevin Cash, I think, should get cons- some consideration. Yeah. LaRusso's probably the favorite. Mm-hmm. And then maybe Bob Melvin. And outside of those guys, I mean, it's that's if it. If the vote was held today, LaRusso wins it. The haters take that egg on their face for a couple days. They move on and say, job well done. But we know this. This could turn around. And the injuries can start to affect this team. But I just don't see any fear. I think it was a tone set by LaRusso at the beginning. I think he also caused some controversies. Not maybe on purpose sometimes. Sometimes he did, sometimes he didn't. But there's no doubt. I mean, even moving Vaughn to number three yesterday. That's three uh, something. <laughs> and then he has three hits. That's yeah. something Renteria doesn't do last year. That's the point of this. When he moves Madrigal to second and moves Mancada to third in front of Abreu. And then Mancada turns out to be one of the hottest on-base percentage guys in baseball for that month. That's something Tony La Russa does. Tony La Russa eats, sleeps, and yes, he drinks baseball. Oh, there's no doubt about it. What a hire this has been. And if you aren't an ageist, and if you really realize that experience <laughs> matters, then and you would know that this guy, I mean, I can't think of who else they would have hired outside of maybe Ozzy, uh, and I'm not going to ever besmirch Ozzy, uh, but uh, outside of Ozzy, I can't think of anybody else that would have been a better hire. I can think of one, but okay. A.J. Hinch. 
who, who's who's the guy that yeah. the general right. manager wants? Bring him in and let him do a, a talk in front of your son's class about how to succeed in life. Listen, they all cheat. Don't haven't we learned? That's that? not the point. Look at these pitchers. The, not, all not, not all of them get caught. They're all cheating. Well, he should well, be out of baseball. What, 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 so he's only he's only what, what's he guilty then of? I mean, the, let me tell you, I watched. He got the, caught. Here's what I do know. I watched. I watched. Uh, uh, the eight men out the other night. Yes, I love He'd that be movie. out of baseball I right love now. That movie. He'd be out of baseball, and so would the other guy. Because in the, even in public opinion, I found what Rodon said that was so remarkable. Remarkable job by him, because this is how the players still feel. You're going to suspend us, okay? If we're caught doctoring up the baseball, which they all are, yes. And the poor crybabies that the big money guys like Garrett Cole are really in big trouble. He had like four strikeouts. Yeah, he had four start. strikeouts. I yeah. Know. He's in big, I mean, big they won, he won last night, but he only had four strikeouts. Yeah, and, and it's only going to get worse because he was scared to death at his press conference. He knows what's here. He knows what's happening. But he's still a pretty good pitcher, but it's never going to be the same. But when, when Rodon said that Rob Manfred and baseball are going to punish us worse than they did the Houston Astros, I stood up and applauded. And, you know, the media's tried to forget about it. The baseball media's tried to forget about it. So uh, I'm just happy that we didn't pick A.J. Hinch. He would have been the wrong pick as of now because Tony La Russa uh, just basically outmanaged his ass the last time they, they played against each other. And I know he doesn't have the best team, but I saw a couple his moves by Hinch good. I didn't yeah. agree with. His team's you know? pretty good, actually, the Tigers. The, and that's why I like Well, they're not bad, but, I mean, not. let's yeah. not let for 10, 10 under – uh, yeah. 500. I mean, you know, Tony LaRusso's got the best team in baseball with three, four guys. You know, nobody throws in McCann, you know, being gone, along with Eloy being hurt, Robert being hurt. Uh, Madrigal. Madrigal being no hurt. No Mancada in this series. No Mancada. Uh, you know, there's Abreu was slumping for a while. And then what does Labreu do? And I, I saw this on Twitter and I hear it. All the time, because I watch the opposing teams on 720 on TV. I listen to what the announcers are saying about our teams uh, when they're playing them. Because you can't get that feed. You just get right. the hometown feed. Well, I heard them, the Detroit announcers say, this is why Abreu's a winner. He doesn't do launch angle. He just hits the ball. Hits he moved hard. that guy over to third. Right. Hits it hard. And they just destroyed the analytics people, the Detroit announcers, for five minutes. Saying that's the way to play the game. And that was a divisional opponent they were talking about. So, you know what? The White Sox are got all things going except the injuries. And I'm sort of afraid when Eloy – well, Eloy's not going to come back, I don't think. But the chemistry right now is we can't lose anybody, and I think Larusa set that down. Uh, Astros and White Sox should be good. Game oh. one is tonight. The total is nine. Uh, the Astros, as we know, play to the over a lot, 61% and a half, yes. uh, 61.5% of the time. It's the second highest in baseball. The White Sox play to the under a lot. So it's kind of an interesting dichotomy mm -hmm. for this game, and I think the matchup is really good. Cease yeah, versus Rikidi tonight. Rikidi's got some real good home splits. Ceases aren't as good on the road, so I'm not going to bet the game. No. I won't wager on it. I'll just sit and try to enjoy it. But uh, another good test for the White Sox here over the next. Yeah, four yeah, Carmen. They want. I think they got seven games on the road or something like that, or or their next seven games. I'd like to see them go four and three. Yeah. I mean, just do what you did, like the San, like when they were three and four. You know, they're they're they're. I mean, the Cubs were three and four. They're treading water on the road, but at least they got it done. Now it's it's been a disaster for them in New York. Mm -hmm. You know. Willie Harris, if he was a traffic cop, would have caused an, in an accident at an intersection. My God. When, when you know what? When you know 
when you know now maybe I heard Mark Potash, our buddy, say that he knew Hayward was coming up. Because well, that's that, I'm, that had to be part of it, don't you think? I, mean, I think so. But when you know the Groms the next day, I yeah, uh, good you point. You can't be going, <laughs> especially on a ball that doesn't get through. Yeah, they cut it off. Okay, I, I mean, know. the Sox are doing everything right. <laughs> it seems like, but uh, that you know, I, I, I mean, the, the Cubs are doing everything right until. You do something like that. And then for people that were trying to stick up for him, hey, it's like an error for an infielder. That's yeah. all. Yep. But I hear he's very bold. Yeah. It was, oh, you got to be aggressive. You got to be, you I gotta some be of aggressive. You got to be aggressive. That ball didn't even get through the uh, the outfield. Yeah, it didn't split him. I think some of it does have to do maybe with the guy that was coming. I next, do too, man. Who knows? The I don't of- know what Ross is going to do about that. Hayward's been a guy that since they won in 2016 has enjoyed the $175 million without very little criticism. Yeah. We'll talk a little bit uh, more Cubs-Mets. We got some other baseball to talk sure. about. And big NBA games uh, this weekend, oh. tonight, tomorrow. Uh, the biggest one, uh, the the only one tonight is uh, Bucks and Nets. Can the Milwaukee Bucks actually force this thing back to Brooklyn for the weekend and a Game Seven? Mike and I are going to discuss all that. Our buddy Luke Pergandy from Prop Swap will join us when we come back. So don't go anywhere. We're just getting warmed up, folks. You've got Mike and Carmen. We're the Odds Couple on the ESPN Chicago app. This is the Odds Couple on ESPN One Thousand. This is The Odds Couple with Carmen DeFalco and Mike North on ESPN 1000. Back inside The Odds Couple on the ESPN Chicago app. We are presented, as always, by PropSwap. It's Mike North and Carmen DeFalco with you each and every week having fun talking sports and sports gambling. And it's time right now to say hi to our great friend who joins us each and every week, a Chicago guy, one of the founding partners of PropSwap, where America buys and sells its sports wagers. He is Luke Pergandy. Oh, let's get it done over here. Open. Hey, Carm. Hey, Mike. Hey, hey Luke. What's Luke, up, buddy? It's U.S. Open week. This You guys love this. PropSwap was made for these big golf tournaments. And the amount, I was looking earlier. I mean, there are pages and pages of tickets being bought and sold for this thing, Luke. Yeah. Yeah, people always ask us, what is the latest I could buy or sell a golf tournament ticket? I'm like, you can literally buy or sell on the 18th hole on Sunday night. So this will be going all weekend long. You know what, Luke? Uh, the injuries in the NBA, let's talk about how it's been a roller coaster of emotion, if you will. Uh, as soon as Kawhi Leonard with her got hurt, I can see, and I saw it also on Twitter. Check out PropSwap, folks, on the Twitter handle. Please go there if you got futures tickets. But I can imagine when Kawhi Leonard went down, there was a deluge of Clipper tickets for sale, and have those people might now have buyer's remorse because mm-hmm. nobody knows what's going on in the NBA anymore. Yeah. Yeah, so definitely stock down on the L.A. Clippers and stock way up on the Phoenix Suns. Um, they went from a 5-1 to one to plus 240 uh, to win the NBA Finals, literally with no play, just based on Kawhi's injury. Um, yeah, they're, they're the clear favorite in the West now. The uh, Atlanta Hawks went from 40-1 to one down to 20-1. to one. See, I mean, this is where prop swap can come in handy, too, if you've got one of these or if you're looking for something. With maybe uh, longer odds, I mean, uh, just that that win in game, and what a win it was. I mean, to be down as big as they were Wednesday night and to come all the way back and beat the Sixers, uh, if they can close them out at home tomorrow, that would be something. But those odds were cut in half, right, Luke? Yep. Yeah, the, the Hawks went from 40 to 20. 
you know, living in New Jersey, it's a big Philly. South Jersey is all Philly sports. Mm -hmm. And everyone was asking me, when do I sell my Sixers ticket? You know, I got him at 30 to one. I got him at 25 to one earlier this season. When do I sell this on props up? And my guys, like when they were up three Oh on the wizards, Mm -hmm. their odds were five to one Mm -hmm. to win the NBA finals. And we talk about this on the show all the time. Sell your ticket at five to one, sell your 30 to one ticket at new odds of five to one, take some profit from us and then go make another Sixers ticket so that if they did advance in the NBA finals, you're still having fun and you can still, you know, cheer your local team. But odds of five to one in the first round of the playoffs, like get rid of that thing. Like you're, you're selling real high. And again, even if they went to the Eastern conference finals to play Brooklyn, they're still going to be four to one, right? You know, at maximum three to one. I mean, they'd be a two to one dog in that series alone, playing the Brooklyn Nets. So, um, you know, people just didn't enough people didn't take advantage when they were rolling against the Wizards uh, to sell your your ticket to five to one odds. That's an incredible price to be four rounds away. Absolutely, uh, I'll tell you the ticket I wish I had, and I thought I saw this was sold. Somebody spent forty five bucks on a Canadians ticket at like two hundred something. I mean, it's a ten thousand dollar ticket if the Canadians win. And when you got a yeah. goalie like Carey Price and they got home ice with the win in Vegas last night, like it's doable for 45 bucks, you know, to maybe make 10 grand on it. That's an incredible ticket. And I'll tell you another one. We all three of us should have bought Jokic tickets for oh, MVP. Totally, totally. We talked about that right at the beginning. January. We yeah. I mean, about. my God. So, yeah, I mean, you know what? You just got to scan the board, go yes. with your gut feeling, yep. and that's it. Just like the, Just like with the golf. I mean, that's a gut feeling type of thing, and maybe you buy more than one ticket. You don't have to buy one futures ticket. You can buy five people, different people you think are going to be MVP of the league, and they might hit on one, which pays for the other four. Yep. Yep, that's exactly right. When I when I explain props out to people, just talking about March Madness or any yep. sport, they're like, well, wait a minute. I should be buying five or ten teams at the beginning right. of the season, sell, sell two of them, halfway through and now my entire bet is covered and now i'm free rolling right now at whatever i make moving forward is all profit and i still have a couple teams or you know mvp candidates left and that's certainly true for golf every weekend this u.s open has been a blast and um we think it will continue every major this year the hideki at the masters and obviously phil at the pga championship and yeah. to have this being done at tory pines on father weekend is is fun yeah like luke said if you're interested i mean it's all weekend long you can be buying as they're making the turn on sunday on the final round uh, when they're on the 17th tee there are going to be tickets that are going to be put up for sale there are gonna be tickets that are going to be bought and sold all weekend long for the u.s open so check out propswap.com luke have a great weekend enjoy the golf and everything else buddy and we'll talk to you next week Thanks, boys. Thanks, Mike. Thanks, Carmen. <laughs> oh, 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 no Jersey. There he is. Back in Jersey. Chicago. That's guy. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Jersey by way of Chicago. Take me on the Sopranos tour. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> he is at Luke Pergandy on Twitter. Make sure you follow him. Yeah, the uh, you know the the Canadians with the win last night, they go back home for yep. game three tomorrow. Carey three Price, to two. By the way, yeah. By the way, Carey Price is still 9-1 to one to win Con Smythe. You know, oh, like, my God. If they win this thing oh. and they beat Vegas, he's got to be the guy that yes. they were 10-1 to one starting into the series. Look, we said it before. I don't know. Carmen and I, we're a different breed, okay? We're just different maybe. Maybe we think different. I have no idea. But when Carmen and I were pretty astute, the goalie is the most important yeah. position in sports. And if you think it's quarterback, that's fine. But I'm going to tell you right now, I've seen some Bear teams win 
with, <laughs> with, 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 with defense. I'm saying your last line of defense, and if he stands on his head, my God, look what you can do. Because the Montreal team, I think talent-wise, is middle of the road. Right, yeah. Yeah, like there's there's probably not like one guy no. that can win a playoff series. Look at Toronto. They're yeah. miserable. Yeah, like They've been just, miserable it's... since the 60s. Back when I used to say, I got a date? I mean, just stuff like that. <laughs> I mean, that's how long ago it's been. Yeah, so, 67, uh, right? Yeah, I mean, come on. Yeah, I mean, Davey Keon, Normie Ullman, Terry Sawcheck. <laughs> Jeez, Sawcheck. you're going, you think the Cubs had a tradition. Right, yeah. So, yeah, that's uh, the, the Canadians are something. They've been a good story. They're, uh, uh, they're yep. tied at one. And then game three's on the island tonight. Look, there might not be many games left in that venerable old building. They're going to yeah. move into the new one finally. I think the Islanders will be fired up for game three tonight. They're a small dog at plus 120. The Lightning are minus First of all, I've never been to the place. But they make it sound like the, the ice rink at Mystery Alaska. I can't believe it was as bad as it is. It, uh, but, but people seem to love it. And during the L. Arbor years, when the Billy Smiths of the world were goalies, it seemed to be a pretty damn good place. Absolutely. They you had know? a hell of a dynasty. Oh. You talked about the injuries with Luke in the NBA and how it's affecting things. I mean, we've seen a lot of guys here. You know, Kyrie's going to be out for uh, the game tonight. Harden is going to be available, although he did not look healthy at all. He still played 46 minutes the I other night. I give him credit. Yeah, I mean. I never have liked the guy. He, I, he won my respect the other night playing with a hamstring problem and going the whole way and just not being himself. But this is their own fault. They want to have, I heard it was load management. No, you don't spar for a fight, a, a title fight the week before. You have to play the season. you got to toughen your body up. And all these guys are getting hurt because their bodies. They lay around half the season. They don't even play. They don't even play. I mean, from from Irving, look at Kyrie Irving. Took two, three weeks off at a time, and I'm supposed to feel bad for him now because he didn't want his body ready, right? Yeah, like his injury's more fluky because it's an ankle. That I agree with. But the hammies and the stuff, yeah, you do wonder. Oh, James Harden got fat and talked his way out of Houston. I mean, this is blown up in their face. Look what happened to Anthony Davis. Yeah, They don't play these guys, and then they get hurt. How about Kawhi now being – and the Clippers still won last night, Mike. I mean, about 80% of the money was on the Jazz. How about that night for Vegas? Can I I tell you something, though? I don't ever want to hear athletes – Walter used to tell me this, my good friend Walter Payton. Mike, I never wanted anybody to know if I was hurt, and I was hurt more than people know. Oh, sure. But when Joel Embiid continues to let the media use this torn meniscus BS, and Capella came out, Clint Capella came out and said, no, you just wear him down. And then last night you saw Embiid just blow his load in the first half, and he had nothing left. It's got, he's playing fluidly. He, but every time he falls, you think he's not going to get up. His last couple second halves have been bad. I mean, it they've could, been horrible. It, yeah, and it could just be the the toll that is. You got to play yeah. more than fifty seven games and and expect to win an NBA championship. That's why I'm praying to God Brooklyn doesn't win. Hmm. I mean, because this is shortcut shortcut city, man. A- anything you like in that tonight, Mike? Five and a half, two twenty and a half is the. I'll tell you, the one trend here has I been no read has been in the under in this series because yeah. neither offense has played particularly well. I don't have much of a read on this anyway. Like I, I'm done I betting had on the box. Two twenty one and a half the other night with Milwaukee. It got two twenty two. Yeah. And wow. the one guy made the two free throws with two seconds left. Oh. Other than that, I had cardiac arrest. Unbelievable, right? Yeah. yeah. But definitely this has been – this series has played to the under. For all the talk about all the Nets overs for so much of the season, their last, what, I think now six playoff games have actually all played – or maybe it's five straight or I think it's maybe six – have all played to the under. So 
I don't have much of a feel one way or another. And LeBron either. James tweeting out, I knew this was going to happen. You people agreed to it. Don't give me the BS. You were making money were... when everybody was off. Yeah, I know. Were they? Yeah, yeah. Were they? I don't know. Like, were they forced a little bit by the league to try to come back because they you don't know? That Christmas you don't day? think these players? Well, maybe they were, but I don't think it equates to that. I think that it's overdraining. Yeah, it, I do, or or be. lack of. Who knows? You're right. I think. I mean, yeah, I mean, come on. The assum- The easy assumption is well, they, pl- they had a quick turnaround, so that's why there was all these injuries. I don't know. Like, it's hard to prove that. All though, I you know? know is they don't even play. Most of the stars don't even play the regular season, and then we got to hear how they're hurt. In the postseason. Yeah. All right. We uh, will come back. We'll talk a little bit more baseball. We got to get after that Cubs and Mets game tonight as the Cubs try to uh, make sure they don't get swept out of the Big Apple before they come home for the Marlins. So we still got lots to do. Don't go anywhere. It's Mike and Carmen. We're rolling along on the Odds Couple on the ESPN Chicago app. This is the Odds Couple on ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. This is The Odds Couple with Mike North and Carmen DeFalco on ESPN 1000 or stream it on the all-new ESPN Chicago app. Back inside The Odds Couple on the ESPN Chicago app. Carmen DeFalco and Mike North with you. We are presented by PropSwap. Encore Replay comes your way Saturday morning. If you ever missed anything, make sure you tune into that from 8 until 9. Follow us on Twitter. Uh, Mike is at North to North. I'm at Carmen DeFalco. Mike's always giving out advice, oh, yeah. plays, and interacting with people there. And he's got the Win Daily Show, uh, 11 oh, o'clock it's Central, all handicapping right? yeah. now. For my 30th year, no debating on there. I just debate on this show or my Win Daily Show, which is every day uh, from 11 11 20 or on Barris Barroom. I just do debating there. This is all happiness, handicapping, dogs. Maybe a couple hot-looking ladies, whatever you got out there. But that's what it's all about. The handicapping has been beautiful. The odds couple set the tone. That's we were right. one of the first radio shows. I mean, before they had gambling in Illinois. Yeah. I mean, seriously, folks. So uh, we've been the place to turn to. We're very proud of that. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, we'll give you some best plays before we're done. Yep. Mike's got something for the U.S. Open, which that's is going it. on at Torrey Pines. Uh, we have. Well, Randy uh, wants to snip. Randy wants to snip. He's like John Ford well, in The Quiet Man. We didn't need that scene yeah, because don't. we don't want to have picks that are outdated. So, and I don't blame him. So we're going to have picks that are dated. There you go. You, you're a master of this. I'm telling I you. I got to try to figure out a way because Randy's a tough customer. Yeah, he is you a know, tough. He's a pretty- he wears the, uh, the, he could do without the visor. I mean, that's just me. <laughs> you know. Of course, right? Yeah. 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 Uh, Cubs Mets tonight. We briefly touched on it before, mm-hmm. but the Cubs will try to avoid the sweep. They're about a plus 105 dog. Yeah. They've got uh, their best pitcher probably in Kyle Hendricks, who's really after a tough start, has kind of come around What's quite nicely. What's he won, like six in a row? He's done something like that or I bet something? you the Cubs have maybe won his last six. Does that sound yeah. about right? I mean, he's definitely pitched better. You know, Marcus Stroman's, after sitting out because of COVID last year, is really having a nice year for the Mets. The Mets can pitch, Mike. I mean, we're learning that. Only the White Sox starters have a better combined wins above replacement than the Mets in all of baseball right now. They can really pitch. The total in this game is 7.5. If anything, I might lean a little bit towards the under tonight. Probably nothing I'm going to play in this game, but can the Cubs avoid the sweep in New York? Yeah, Stroman's the guy that said he'd never play for Tony La Russa. I don't forget oh, that's things right. he like did that. Say that. I don't forget things like that. The Cubs Why does it affect you so much? Why does it bother you so much? Why does it af- because I'm, I'm, on, I'm, on, I'm in the La Russa army. I'm one of the leaders. I'm a commandant. I always wanted to be a commandant. commandant. That's exactly right. I'm the guy on the outpost. Yeah. You know? Marcus Stroman, stay with your own team. You got you're starting to come. The Mets are playing good ball. He's he's, they can pitch, man. They really Oh yeah. 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 I I, I just happen to think uh, that the Cubs better win this one. 
and they better get moving a little bit. We're starting to see some weakness in certain areas. But I really don't have any complaints because I didn't think – I don't think we thought they'd be where they are I right don't now. think so either. You're right. You know? I, I, yeah. It's hard to complain. I mean, the White Sox, you might they're, – they're doing above what we thought. Yes. Although I thought they'd be good. And the Cubs are doing above what we thought. And that's why we're in a pretty good state of mind right now yeah. in Chicago. I think you're right. A couple of first-place teams. Brewers lost three in a row, so the Cubs haven't lost any ground. Well, they um, got the rotation problems with Burns and some of the other guys uh, with the with the Brewers. Yeah, Woodruff actually pitches tonight. He's been yeah. rocked in two career starts at Coors Field, by the way. That's pretty Maybe small Maybe start sample. looking at more overs yeah. since they're going to be uh, watching the spin rate and stuff like that. That could be. Like, the spin you rates know? are going to probably go down. Oh, yeah. seeing it. The averages should go up. The strikeouts Run, runs are down. up. Yeah. Runs are up 11%. Hits are up 18%. That's pretty good. Baseball really does need it, too. Like, they do oh, need some, you know, they need more action. I mean, it, it is good for the game when the ball's in play, when there's guys on base, when, you know, there's the possibility for a great Listen, double play to be turned. Like, who's that's what this guy, like. Tyler Glass, now? Who is this guy? I saw him, right? Mm-hmm. He's mad because he can't cheat the way he used to. Yeah. He should have been giving him some warning. He's mad that they did it midseason. He did, I cheated, and they stare stopped me in midseason. How dare they? And not you're hearing the same thing from Cole. So it's the top. Although Glass, now I understand I got hurt because of this. Maybe DeGrom did too. But they've been cheating the system for a while. They let him get away with it. Baseball decided because of the six no-hitters. I really believe. Yeah, that could be. That's I really believe this, Carm, because of the no-hitters. Not only because of the no-hitters, but because of who was throwing them. That could be. And I also think because of the low offense, I think if everything, if there's one no-hitter this year and the offenses are like middle of the road, I don't think there's any problem. The thing that's crazy, Mike, is that like baseball's seen this coming. They've known that this has been happening for like They knew steroids was I know, coming. and it's like it's so baseball, right, to yeah. all of a sudden then, you know, in the middle of the season they're making these changes. It's like you could have done this when the year started. You kind of yeah. knew that it was trending this way. I know, and I just, I just, I'm glad that they're good. They're doing something about it. I think Glassdown might have a point, but the bottom line is I heard Dennis Eckersley the other day mm-hmm. on the Boston telecast. Mm-hmm. Saying, and this is what Glass now said. He used suntan oil and rosin. Yeah. He said, I never heard it. This is Dennis Eckersley. We've done stuff, but I never heard of that concoction. So they're in the lab, yeah, these oh guys. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. They're all trying to improve the way of getting over on their opponent illegally. I think that the tic tac, what is it? Spick tac, what spot? Spat tac? Spider tac. Spider tac. Spider tac? Yeah, spider tac. Let me, let me tell you something. That was going over the line, according to what I'm hearing. Everything else was okay. Yeah. So maybe that's the deal. I don't you know, Cole did, you know, like Garrett Cole did get he the win last night. He was almost ready to cry. Well, I mean, look, I think he knows. Like he's, and he tried to answer it without like totally lying, and you know, which is basically what he did. He's like, I'm not going to just come out and say it, but I'm basically going to tell you, yes, I've used this stuff. And look, he, he gritted his way to a win against pretty good Blue Jays team yesterday. He pitched eight innings. He only gave up two runs. But like you pointed out, Mike, only four Ks. I, I looked at so his first ten starts, opponents at one ninety two off of him. He posted twelve point eight strikeouts per nine. And his last four, and we know why this is happening. The average is still pretty good. Like guys aren't crushing him. They're only hitting no. two thirteen off him. But his strikeouts per nine has gone from basically thirteen down to nine. I I'll mean, give like, you another. That's guy a big drop off. I'll give you another guy. I think was cheating. Shane Bieber. Yeah, I think he's a lot. And of he's already think, hurt. Yeah. Yeah, and he's hurt now too. I know. So I don't know how I, the Indians have held like just stayed within four and a half games. They got a good manager. They, he knows yeah, his personnel. They still. True. But you're right. I mean, Ramirez at third. 
I mean, you know, I look at him. He's their he's their run producer. He's their only like scary offensive player. I mean, right, and they used to have a lot of good stuff on that team. If I'm a Cleveland Indian fan, and you got get rid of guys like Bauer and 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 you know other people on that team, you got to be sick to your stomach. I mean, Lindor's on another team right now. He should have yeah. he should have always been a career Indian to me. I mean, there's certain guys that are built for certain franchises. I, he's on New York. He's starting to hit better now. He was in that. I signed with New York Funk for a while. Right. Yeah. But I. I mean, Cleveland, I mean, really, look at the White Sox opposition in that division. They should walk away with this thing now if you're looking at things, yeah. except for the injuries, though. You you can't, and the Sox, I mean, they're they're not, this was big to beat Tampa, above 500 team, and won a yeah, series. Yeah, and they won a series against the Blue Jays, too. Yeah, it yeah. kind of puts the rest like the, oh, they oh. don't beat good teams. Yeah, that's not true. And, yeah. No, they were 500, yeah. and they're, they, they're doing great on the road. And if you're a lefty and you're pitching against them, you should beg out of the lineup. <laughs> and you're right. I mean, like, my God, if we were 31 and, tw- 31 and 4. It's crazy, isn't it? Unbelievable. I mean. And then, you know what, though? And I've heard this, and this is the truth. If you've heard that, and you've been playing it all along, you're a rich man. Yeah. If you heard that and you want to start playing now, do not, because that could turn in a heartbeat. Who yeah, knows? it could. But, I mean, like, there's, there's really nothing fluky about it. I mean, if no. you look at all their numbers, not just the win, like, they pound lefties. I mean, they just do. They've, You know, and this is without like, Robert in the lineup and without Aloy in the lineup. Uh, it, it's, it's amazing. I mean, and I'll give this. If the White Sox lose, it's going to be because of their catching. But I'll give Grandel credit. If you want to use the on-base percentage, he's the first guy in history yeah. that's making over $70 million. Okay, who's never hit over 260? That's figured out a way to get on base yeah. where everybody says get off the 150 hitters back. Yeah. You know, but you got to worry about defense. It was good to see him throw somebody out the other day. And can the Cubs continue to do that? Are the big guys like Rizzo, Bryant? Wasn't good to see him get hit with a pitch the other day. Contreras has got to hit better. I mean, these guys they think they they quit hitting for homers. Contreras to me, Carm should be a 280 hitter, and he's a 230 hitter. Hmm. Doesn't he swing for the home run? Bias yeah. swinging for the home well, run. Well, Bias for sure. I mean, like Javi's going to be Javi. Like, and there's, yeah. there's probably no changing that. And but uh, I mean, you know, so I think a lot of these, especially the Latin players, the Cuban players, I think they come over here accomplished hitters, and then they go with the launch angle and they get taught things here and they see the TV and they see the home runs and they see the way to make money and things change. Yeah, they have that old expression, right? You can't, uh, you know, you know, you don't walk off the island. No, and Javi's got that profile of I'm gonna, I'm here to, I've got this big, powerful swing, and I swing hard, and that's what I'm gonna do. And the undisciplinedness, like it, it makes him a somewhat limited offensive player. But who are you when taking, hot, Brian or Rizzo? I love Rizzo, but I'm Brian, sorry, Brian. You yes. got to take Brian. Totally agree. If yes. you can't keep both, yes. so long, everybody. 100%. I agree. With I you. mean, I'm sorry. Yeah. I love, look, what Anthony Rizzo brings to the table is very important, but he can be replaced. Yeah, totally agree. Chris Bryant playing five positions, hardly screwing up. I thought he would, they were nuts to play him at all these positions. It's only made him better and yeah. made him more money, I think. All right, we're going to get you some ponies. Jim Miller's going to join us. Jimmy! Yeah, that's right. we got best plays. Mikey's got something for you for the weekend for the U.S. Open. So don't go anywhere. We're coming right back on The Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap. This is The Odds Couple with Carmen DeValgo and Mike North on ESPN 1000. You're listening to The Odds Couple, Friday nights at 6. With a replay Saturday morning at 8. On ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. Entering the 
home stretch on the odds couple. It's Carmen DeFalco and Mike North. We do it each and every week for you. We're presented by Propswatch. Now, normally, this is the time to show. We say hi to our good buddy, Jim Miller from yeah. Hawthorne. Jimmy was not available to join us today when we did our taping. We taped on Thursday this week, a day early. But I do have Jim's picks. Nice. Mikey. So, yeah, we can give out some picks. for. And remember, racing is happening at Hawthorne. They got the harness racing going all summer long, the summer meet. Uh, weather's been beautiful. It's going to be nice this weekend. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday at Hawthorne. Jimmy also sent me picks for Saturday, so I'm going to give them to everybody, all right? So if you're listening on the podcast right now or if you're catching the Encore replay Saturday morning, these are all picks for Saturday, two races at Santa Anita and one at Woodbine, okay? So here's what uh, Jimmy suggests for the weekend. Saturday races, Santa Anita, race nine. We are going to go the two-horse None above the law. I like that. None yes, above I love the that law. name. Yes, that is good. Yep. Then race 10, right after at Santa Anita, we're going to go the five horse, I'm So Anna. And then at Woodbine, race nine. I love Woodbine. The seven. That's in Toronto, right, Mike? I love Woodbine. Yeah. I don't know, but I used to play better at the OTB. Yeah. Woodbine, race nine, the seven horse, Artie's Princess, and we are going to bet all three of those horses across the board. Nice. So win, place, and show. All for Saturday. Race 9 at Santa Anita, the two-horse. Race 10, the five-horse. And then race 9 at Woodbine, the seven-horse. So there you I'll go. I'll tell you what. Bob Baffert's doing horse racing. It's like me suing my nun for failing seventh grade. I mean, what the hell's going on? The damn horse the damn horse fails the drug test twice. He's the one that gets his name smeared across the, the front pages, along with Baffert, but that's hilarious. The poor horse. The horse that, you know, really, yeah. Oh, the I love the fault. horse. I know, right? But, you know, he can't. The other horses are shunning him. They don't want to talk to him. <laughs> They're shunning him. They don't talk to him in the stable. They, he, eats al- they, he eats alone in the right, cafeteria. Yeah, yeah, he's the pariah. The are you kidding? He's a pariah right in their presence. <laughs> I guess I guess a date he broke up. Half the Phillies don't want to marry with them. It's crazy. It's too good. I yeah. love it. Uh, we got a couple other NBA games that we can discuss. We talked a lot about the big game tonight already, the big game six. And then how about this? For Friday, Mike, for tomorrow, you've got two series that can end with the Hawks at home and the, the Clippers at home. And they're both underdogs. Right now we're looking at the Hawks at about a two-and-a-half-point dog and the Clippers are about a two-point dog. And I heard you say you love the Hawks. It's hard not to like the Atlanta Hawks right now, isn't it? They have no All-Stars, no defensive players of the year. I mean, Trey Young. Well, they Young, got Trey Young. I mean, Trey Young's great, yeah. no doubt. Okay. But, I mean, the rest of the guys are just, uh, you know, Cass. You know, they, they're the people that they're, they're okay. They're not tremendous. Gallinari used to, isn't what he was. Some of these other guys. But I just love what they've been doing, and, uh, you know, Philadelphia, to just blame Embiid, Embiid did wear out, but, you know, you got Ben Simmons. Can I tell you something? I'll make Ben Simmons a 70% free throw shooter tomorrow. You think so? You got to help, help Giannis, too. Yeah, pay me a million bucks, and if I lose, okay, I don't get the money. Right, I'll fly I, back home my own expenses. I like that. This guy just you, should never leave the gym until he gets 20 free throws in a row which means he might starve to death. But he's got to <laughs> go in the gym, and he's got to take the game a little bit more seriously because you can't have a guard that misses free throws like that, period. Mm. I would have pulled him. It's... See, Doc Rivers, people don't know this, or maybe they do. Out the last eight uh, games that were being won by 20 or more, the last eight in the playoffs, in playoff history, five of them, okay, Five of the leads that were blown were blown by Doc. Doc, God, that's bad. Sixty-two and a half percent. You got it. Listen, 
Uh. You when they when they were hacking Simmons, I take him right out of the game, and I put another guard in. Wow. I don't care if the guard's me. That's an unbelievable stat, right? I mean, I like I'm part of me is so tempted to pull the trigger on both the underdogs tomorrow at home. I mean, like the, we've talked about this, Mike. Atlanta is 26 and 14 against the number at home this season. That's the second best mark in the NBA. They've won 14 of their last 15. The Clippers. Um, are going to be an underdog at home for just the fifth time all year. They're three and one against the spread in the previous four. And LA, believe it or not, is still twelve and nine without Kawhi Leonard. Yeah. It looks like his season might be done. Like I, I'm so tempted to uh, say Hawks and Clips both win tomorrow night. But I mean, nobody I, knows in this this year's NBA. I know it's crazy. It's right? been out of control. I know. There's no rhyme or reason. Look at Phoenix. I mean, look at all the people that thought LA Lakers were going to win this whole thing. Yeah. All the futures. Yep. Yeah. You know, people talk about, I never see the people, the handicappers, all my good friends. I love y'all. That's why my my Twitter handle's a haven for handicappers. Mm-hmm. But believe me, folks, start listing, you know, some of you guys buy 10 different tickets for teams to, to, win, to win the title. And then when you hit one, that's fine. But you don't say you bought nine others. Yeah, if you buy every team in the field. Yeah, yeah. Why don't you, <laughs> why don't all our, us handicappers, because I'll tell you, I don't play futures that much. But if you have futures for, like, other teams, list them. Because all I see is people that win. Yeah, oh, come on. Yeah, sure. How many like how many people bet the Lakers on futures this year? A lot. A lot. Come I mean, on. all you need to know is the number was low all year. That'll tell you that there were a lot. That's it. You know? I mean, that's it. And you There's don't a lot see of money anything, out there on them. No. That's the worst. I mean, LeBron James and, and that whole deal there, that it's a catastrophe. And, and and now the Clippers got a chance finally to not be the redheaded stepchild. Yeah, it's even maybe without Kawhi, that would really be something incredible. So it'll yep. be a fun weekend of NBA for sure. We'll see if we can get to a game seven of a few of these series or at least one of them. I know the Suns are probably hoping that the Jazz can win tomorrow and then force a game seven on Sunday because it gives Chris Paul extra time to get out of COVID protocol before the Western Conference Finals. I heard start. he got vaccinated, but he carried. I don't know what the hell's going on. Yeah, he's, they said he is vaccinated. Who knows? All right, so, Mike, as we get out of here, what is the U.S. I'm going to ride with you on this, my man. What is the U.S. Open play that we should do for the weekend? What do you think? All right, now, 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 this is just the way I feel, folks. Now, outright, this is what I do. I'll just take the numbers I'm looking at right now. Okay. John Rams, 1,000 to win outright live. Kepka, 1,100. Xander Shoffley, 1,200. These are all on $100 bets, correct? Yes. 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 Bryson DeChambeau, 1,400. Dustin Johnson, 1400 Victor Hovland, 1500 You put 100 on each. That's 600 bucks. That's 600 If you win with Rahm, 1000 That's 400 profit. Brooks Kepka, 500 profit. Shoffley, 600 profit. DeChambeau, 800 profit. Dustin, 800 profit. And Hovland, 900 profit. Mm. We just got to be sure one of those guys wins then. But that's the problem. <laughs> that's the only problem with this. But when you get to Sunday, it's a different story. Then you take the top six, like last week. Uh, Higo. Yeah. There you go. Good job by Merck. He called that a couple weeks ago. He said this guy's going to win on the PGA Tour. Is that on tape? Yeah, he, he we Was did that on the golf show. I, we did, yeah. We yeah, might have done it. He might have told it on Carmen and Yurko. Yes, yes. Big congratulations, Merck Higo. Before, before the PGA Championship, yeah. that's it. Congratulations, Merck. I was just teasing you. Yeah. Merck, don't lie. Let me tell everybody this. That that's the point. Nobody said I'm going to just take Higo on Sunday. Yeah, and he was a top six. Yeah, 
So you can't lose it with the top six. Now, if the next guy, Jordan Spieth, who's 1,800 wins, then you're screwed. But what's the chances? So that's what I do. All right, so that's Mikey's plan for the weekend. Yeah, and that was my angle to keep everybody enthralled. I I love it. Good work. And Mike, that's what I do. Have a great weekend. Enjoy the you U.S. Open, too, all right, Mike? And we hey, thank we thank all of our producers that help out with this oh, show, yeah. including the executive producer, Randy Merkin, and Tyler Aki, and Eric Ostrowski, and Sean Davis. Thanks to Jimmy Miller for giving us the place Jimmy! for the weekend. That's right, our guy and Luke Pergandy. <laughs> and, Mike, I'll talk to you next week, all right, pal? Sounds great, guys. Take care, everybody. This is The Odds Couple on ESPN 1000.